down. <laughs> well, may, maybe. Okay, go ahead. So then I think he leaves. He leaves, and Higgins says, "Caesar, you later." <laughs> yes. And Ted has walked out and shut the door, and he storms back in, and he's like, "Yes." yes. <laughs> he goes, "Yes." I wrote the same one down, Ken. <laughs> Welcome to TV is awesome. Yay. 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 We're back after a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, I am your host, Ken, and I'm here with my wonderful and fabulous co-host, Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Hi, Ken. I missed you. I missed you too. So this is the podcast where we talk about how amazing television is. And how much we love it. Yes. And we've been doing this for years, uh, but just not on a podcast. Right. Uh, and now here we are with our own podcast, which is which is now just hit its year anniversary. Oh, happy birthday to us. Happy anniversary to us. Happy anniversary. Happy birthday. Happy All the holidays. Podversary. Happy podversary. This is exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. This is our little dream. A little, a little dream that came true. Where there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. And well, honestly, it gives me life. <laughs> <laughs> and we're really just doing it to do it. I mean, right. I hope everybody's enjoying listening to it. Uh, yeah. We're certainly enjoying doing it. I don't know if we've expressed that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we love it. Yeah. Have we said that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... Um, yeah, so it's exciting. So we're we're gonna be doing some new stuff. Um, we're gonna be talking about a bunch of shows. Uh, but first, before we get into today's episode, which is Ted Lasso, woohoo! Yay! Ted Lasso. First, we're going to talk about the thing that makes us happiest, which is <laughs> <laughs> what did we drink you this week? And it's essential for like quality TV discussions, right? Absolutely. You want to know what I'm drinking? I'm just going to show you. Okay. I mean, you've seen this glass before. Oh, I have. Yeah. So you can't really tell what's in there. Seashell glass. Mm-hmm. Beachy times, everybody. Beachy times. Mm-hmm. Um. So what's in that glass is, um. Have you heard of Deep Eddy vodka? No. It's like a craft vodka. Oh. Um. I see it on menus at restaurants. Well, now that I'm back in restaurants. <laughs> Um, but you know, they have like craft batches. I don't really understand what that means in the vodka world, but, um, when I was on vacation, I got deep Eddie peach vodka. Ooh. And I don't know what they do. I mean, it's not clear. Like, let me rephrase. <laughs> <laughs> the vodka itself is not clear. So I think they actually, you know, you say infused with, with fruit and stuff like that, but Whoa. usually even in the bottle, it's kind of clear, but no, this has like a peachy tint to it. Oh, wow. Um, very, very natural and strong peachy flavor. So anyway, I have that in the glass with some ginger ale mm. and it's delicious. Um, 
And I actually added a little bit of um, Cointreau to it just because I didn't have that much <laughs> vodka left. So I'm like, mm, we're going to, we're going to sass this one up a little bit <laughs> to get through this podcast talking about Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. So, love it. I yes. Love it. What do you got? What do you got today? So I am working with the vodka this week too. Love it. It's a little bit of a tribute to Ted Lasso himself. Oh. Um, because it is an iced tea, a hard iced tea. Okay. So it's my tribute to, to Ted Lasso because he hates tea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I use some, I uh someone gifted me some lemon vodka. And I combine it with some iced tea and some lemon juice. And then I had fresh mint. Mm-hmm. So I pop yes. some fresh mint on top. And uh, here we go. Delicious. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wait, let me give me. It's Cheers. like brown, dirty water. <laughs> <laughs> they always said that's what it was going to taste like. <laughs> they were right. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought about it after the fact, of course, same thing that happened with mayor of East town, where I was like, why didn't I get some like big ass pub <laughs> glass? Yeah. You know, it's like a yard glass in those scenes, like, it, but it's not even tall. It's just huge. Right. Like, oh, well, I missed my opportunity on that one. Again, missed beer opportunity, which is not my favorite, but I could do it. Yeah. I know. I was but, like, I, I, that, I had that last minute thought of like, why didn't I have like some English ale or something? glass but oh well oh well Mm. i think Uh, i think ted lasso would approve of my my peach deep eddie vodka he would would have an inspirational saying Mm -hmm. about he would have some folksy quip right exactly (laughs) (laughs) uh so lisa yes uh, the other thing we like to talk about is what kind of media we are consuming right at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what have you been, what have you been checking out lately? So I'm, um, you know, it's been a while, Ken, that we haven't talked and I just can't remember <laughs> everything, <laughs> but what I did start was rewatching happy endings on Netflix. <gasps> I mm-hmm. loved that show. Me too. Also. <laughs> and it, for the most part, it holds up. Um, Talk about high joke ratio, right? High joke ratio. Like, boom, 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 quick, boom. Quick, quick. Yeah. Um, but what I'm noticing on the rewatch, and then I Googled it, is like some of the episodes I think are out of order. Oh. And I Googled it and they were like, no, that's kind of a thing. Um, you know, because some things are like referenced I don't know. I, Cause I'm just binging it. Right. Like the first time we, you weren't binging it, you're watching it week to week. Yeah. So it's kind of subtle, I think on the first watch, but now that I'm rewatching it and they said that the writers didn't intend that, that the producers or the network didn't want to focus too much on the breakup and the emotional connection between, um, you know, when she left him at the altar. Right. Cause that's um, how it starts. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I'm like, mm, it's still, in every episode. So I don't know that that was accomplished necessarily. Um, But yeah, but the thing about it is um, I just keep taking pictures and I was going to send them all to you. I might just send them all at once because I was going to do it as it happened, but there's just so many um, actors and actresses that we know from other shows. Oh yeah. Many 
like so many crossovers from like um, New Girl and just everyone, like so many people we know just like in either uh, like one episode or like continue on. But um, yeah, I mean, what I would have to say that doesn't hold up so well is um, Max, who's the gay character. Oh, right. So funny. But the way they kind of, nothing to do, you know, all positive. Yeah. It's actually kind of amazing because that came out in 2011, just like New Girl. Right. Right. Yeah. And um, how the references still hold up and like it's very progressive and forward and it's all good. It's just it's more about like he's so it comes and goes about he's very concerned about his appearance, which is funny because you kind of wouldn't think that with his character. But then he talks a lot about like how he's chubby or he's fat. And I'm like, well, we could do without that. And I think if it was made today, they wouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot that um, his food truck um, what's that character's name? I can't believe it. I've been watching it like crazy. You know, the guy who was left at the altar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can remember everybody else. I can't remember him. Anyway, his food truck is called Steak Me Home Tonight. Oh. It's so <laughs> funny. I'm like, I don't remember that at all. But I remember that perfect. either. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Mm. And, um, I actually videoed cause I can't find a gif of it anywhere when, um, when they were like, so cute, it's so <laughs> cute. Cause I try and find it when I want to use that as a response, like on social media. And I can't find that gif anywhere. So I actually took a video yeah. like, hello, I'm just going to create it myself. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> it's a very quotable, quotable show. Yeah. What was the other thing I used to say all the time? Oh, oh my God. No, was that it? Amazing. That's it. I have the most amazing date. I had the yes. most amazing date. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And then they make fun of themselves. They're like, no, don't say that. And then they all start saying it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's been a fun trip down there. Memory yeah, I would saw it on Netflix and I was like, I, I need to, uh, that would be a good rewatch for me. Mm-hmm. As well. Yeah. I was so happy to see it. So yeah. I just started immediately. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, kind of it for me mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know along with murder shows and whatnot yep the, the usual huge. murder shows mm-hmm. <laughs> what have you uh been watching listening to li- lately i have been watching um well i've been watching and this is anticipation of a future episode of mm-hmm. tv's awesome i've been watching hacks Ooh, i can't wait Oh, Lisa, you're going to love it. It's so good. I know. I know I'm going to love it. So good. Jean Smart. Jean Smart. Jean Smart. So good. Hey, I heard that the girl um, who plays like the young girl that comes to help write her jokes. Yes. Oh, she's the daughter of Lorraine Newman. (gasps) No way. Mm -hmm. And like, this is her first, first big gig. Okay. She is great. Oh, good. good. They like, they, they play off really well together. Oh, good. And she's does a really good job of playing this sort of entitled millennial character. Mm-hmm. Wow, she's probably too young to be a millennial. This entitled, um, whatever age, you know, young character who, you know, like her, her uh, they both have an interesting arc. That's all, I, I shouldn't say anymore. I shouldn't say anymore. I should save her, save for our discussion, but. I can't wait, I can't uh, wait. It is, it's fun. It's a very watchable 
It's a very well watch- watchable show. And Jean yeah. Smart is amazing and funny. She is just like on fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and so the other thing, which I just realized, this is what I wanted to talk about. This okay. is what I wanted to talk about. Uh, I've been I've been going back and listening to criminal episodes. Mm-hmm. And I texted you about this mm-hmm. because there was a fantastic two-part episode uh, of a story that I didn't know anything about. It's called 48 Hours. Mm-hmm. And it's about how this couple is uh, someone breaks into their house and, and holds them captive and they t- separate them. And they tell the, 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 the boyfriend that they want him to deliver them 20 grand and they take the girlfriend and they, and they hold her for 48 hours. It is a crazy story with so many twists and turns and an example, which you mentioned of the police being terrible Mm -hmm. job. Uh, It was, I was riveted. This is what this is. This is, I mean, I think one of the best episodes of anything that I've listened to in a while because I was actually listening to my car and I sat in my car to listen to the end of the first episode because I was like, what? Mind blown. Right, right. Uh, and I know that you said this is a story you were familiar with already from Dateline, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. And I, I didn't remember the story from being in the news. Mm. I definitely clearly remember a Dateline episode. And I think that might've been a two-parter as well. Mm. Um, oh, but it's okay. One nightmare. Like, yeah. Like it's your worst nightmare. Yeah. And, like someone, someone or someone's coming in like, very clear, right. Very planned um, attack and, oh, like it doesn't make any sense. And, and, and they, they were drugged and like put blindfolds on like the goggles that were like, you know, masked out or whatever. And I mean the ordeal and then the like most frustrating, um, unfair terribleness of that stupid police department. Yeah. Well, they you were victimized all over again by the police. All over. And this poor guy thinks that by going to the police, he's probably killing her. But yeah. he's like, his brother's in the FBI and tells him to do it. Yeah. And immediately they're like, she's dead. What'd you do with the body? People don't break into people's houses at night. Right. People don't get kidnapped. And this I'm story like, is too crazy. Oh. Could not have happened. What did you do to her? Exactly. And they're telling his family that's what they think. Yeah. What? And um, then they have a press conference and they're like, they made it all up for, for attention. Thank God. I mean, at least um, it sounded like his his family. I mean, they were being told different things, but her family, because she gets dropped off near her, her mom's house. So clearly this person knew like where she lived and blah, blah, blah. blah. Like the the person knew a lot. And that is just crazy. Um, and she had like people around her to be like, Hey, listen, they're not trust. They're not believing you time out, get out of there kind of thing. Um, but so the reason I think they're on criminal now is because they came out with a book and good for them. Yeah. And yes. Sue that department. Yeah. Yes. And they went on like happy ending. They went out to get married and Mm -hmm. have a kid now, which is, Mm -hmm. I mean, amazing. Cause you could totally, 
mm-hmm. imagine a different outcome where, cause they were kind of a brand new couple. Yes. You could see, you could imagine a scenario where they're like, this is too traumatic. You know, like we, this is where or reminders of this thing that we both right. went through. Uh, but it didn't go that way, which is, which is a nice thing. Yeah. It's an incredible story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like the police, uh, the police ignored the evidence that this was really happening. Like they, they unplugged both, that camera. They unplugged the camera. They didn't dust for prints. They didn't do anything. Yeah. It's mind boggling. Mm-hmm. Thank God for that other cop who was like, mm, this whole car is evidence, you know, and, yeah. and yeah. tested everything. Oh, Yep. I'm glad that, I mean, I'm so glad that the way it turned out, it turned out, but to have to go through it. Yeah. No, yeah. thank you. None of that. Still really, really unclear. Like they never, they don't really know. I guess they don't really know, but there was some connection with the, um, the boyfriend's ex fiance. That's uh, the crazy part. It's still very mysterious. They don't know. There's a lot. They just no, no one probably, I guess, never will know at this point. Because what, I mean, at the end, you find out it's this guy, right? And, spoiler, um, but early on, like, even while it's happening, you know, first of all, they say it was multiple people, but that's neither here or there. They were kind of drugged. But um, he had so much information on them. Yeah. And, like, oops, this was supposed to be for your ex-girlfriend, but I don't know, we're now we're here kind of thing. And it's, like, yeah. that they knew where she, her her parents lived where like that guy knew a lot. Yeah. So for them to bar, you know, barge in and be like, we're like a, a group that does this. Oh, terrifying. Yeah. yeah. And that was, that was the weird thing too. He was like, I can't remember the exact words he used, but he said it was like, uh, uh, like a black, a black ops startup or, uh, it was so people who owed money business. Yeah. For people who owed money to collect on, Mm-hmm. On debts. Mm-hmm. I know. Crazy, crazy. No, it was a good story. But as soon as it started, I was like, is this the one? <laughs> I think it's the same. And then it was the same. Yeah. You find out pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about the Dateline show is that it was all, it was video, right? So like you can see them. So I feel like the criminal uh, way to portray the whole thing was a lot more intimate um, because you're listening to them and their sides of the story, and that's what you get. Yeah. On Dateline, of course, they have to do that whole like red herring thing and yeah. talk to the police, and they're like, "Well, at the time, yeah, nobody got ki-. you like, blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah, yeah." So, but they that's- show the clips of the press conference. Oh, that's interesting. What an that's ass a- that guy was. Yeah, yeah. They talk yeah. to lawyers, like so. You know, it's more like I guess I don't want to say well-rounded, but it's more rounded because you're getting yeah. more perspective. But sort of the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Just hearing it from them. What was interesting about the criminal episodes is that it's sort of like a like a slow like a slow buildup. So it kind of starts. You you don't know like they they're they're both being interviewed, talking about their relationship and how they met, mm-hmm. and you don't really know where it's going until until this event happens. It's sort of an interesting way to like it's like oh surprise like this is what this is what this is about. Yes. Terrifying. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, criminal's so good. Yeah. Um, and then while we're talking about podcasts, we want to quickly talk about Reply All. 
since we tend to talk about that a lot. And it's one of our favorite topics. So they've had a few new episodes now. Yeah. Um, Maybe two or three. I'm not sure. But, you know, the first one was basically like, hey, we're going to be back to normal-ish. It's going to be us. And we're going to do the things that we always do. Yeah. Boom. Um, And what was the first one? I forget the first one when they came back. The first one, the Google... Google search history. Oh, was that it? I thought there was one before that, but it could be. Um, um, I uh, should look, but the yeah. most recent one, it's not a spoiler. Is anyway, I guess what I'm saying is it is back to them kind of like doing interesting tech kind of stories, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, quicker ones. Yeah. yeah. Shorter episodes. Short episodes. Yeah. I feel like they're kind of easing into it. Yeah. Um, was the search history the most recent one? Uh, um, uh, well, there was... The the first one back was was Search Party. Oh, okay. So they, they look through... Yeah, so they look in their search history. Oh, right, 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 right. They go through Alex's and they're like... It was pretty funny. There was some there was some good stuff. They're like, you know, what was then they go off on some tangents. Was yeah, that was just then, okay for me. Then the next one was about this web about the the uh the yes. person Android who creates the website and it says it will destruct, self-destruct. I loved that one. That was so interesting. So well done. Yeah. And I just wanted that um, I can't remember her name, but I wanted her to get money out of this somehow. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, put some ads on that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, genius. Yeah. I, I hope that that person is getting what she deserves for yeah. creating that and doing the whole thing. Yeah, totally. Um, and then the yeah. new one, is, which I haven't listened to, is a super tech support. Yeah. It's okay. It was it was interesting. Yeah. It was about Twitter handle mm-hmm. and things like that. But it was, it was again, they they bring it down to like a human kind of level. So... Um, like a personal level. So it was, it was good. It's like old time. Yeah. I have to say, I don't, I don't miss him. I don't miss, what's his name? I. Not Alex. The other guy. PJ. PJ. Yeah. I don't miss him. I, I, I don't miss him when I listen to these episodes because it seems like they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. I think what I miss is yes, yes, no. And I'm yeah. guessing they won't do yes, yes, no's anymore. Cause it seemed like such an Alex and PJ thing. Yeah. But I, could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, but I guess that's, that's, that's what I miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I will miss that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if other Alex will ever join them again. I mean, he's been like radio silent yeah, from the whole thing. Heard about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I'll still um, listen to it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, it feels like the same show. It doesn't it feel does. that different. Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. sort of like 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I think there's been a range of opinions on, uh, you know, we're both part of that reply all Facebook group. Yeah. Um, but I guess you're going to get that on social media. Like you're going to get a lot of cranky people that are like, mm-hmm. it's different. Mm-hmm. 
And a lot not of as good. Like, right. And a lot of people were already saying it was different before. Mm-hmm. Before, the, before everything came down. That's true. Well, I mean, honestly, the kitchen whole story was so different. I remember yeah. being like, why are they doing this? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. It's kind of like maybe they're getting the kind of um, reception on the streets, like Ted Lasso walking through London and just having people. <laughs> Wanka. Up. Wanka. Wanka, don't mess it up. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not British. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that was delightful. <laughs> oh, let's go into Ted Lasso. All right. We're talking about Ted Lasso. Um, so this is different for us. It's a comedy. Yeah. Straight yeah. comedy, meaning yeah. like not dramedy or whatever. Yeah. Um, but honestly, and I said this before, I said this when I talked about it, um, like as one of my things that I was watching, everybody made such a big deal out of it. He won the Golden Globe, like, and I was like, hmm, this show? And uh, there was so much like kind of hype around it. And I, I still wasn't sure what to expect. And I remember like people were like, well, give it a few episodes. But I tell you what, from go, I thought this was hilarious and different and just funny. And yeah, it takes you a couple of episodes maybe just to get the vibe of Ted. Like, are they going to make fun of him or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man, though, I love it. I love it. I mean, doesn't it start with him being on the plane? Does it start with him being on the plane? And the guy's like, is this you? Yeah. Uh, Basically, yeah, that's his first scene. Like, it starts with the news report about how they've hired him to be mm -hmm. the the new coach. And they show that video of him, like, dancing in the locker room. In the locker room, yeah. It went viral, uh, which is great. Uh, And then, yeah, then it's on the plane. And, you know, what I realized, because I went back and I watched part of the first episode again, the guy on the plane with the Aussie. Yeah. That's the guy that shows up in, I think, the last episode in the barbershop with Jamie Tot. And oh, an Aussie there. An Aussie. And that guy is so funny on the plane. He's like, you're crazy. You're going to get murdered. Right. <laughs> and he says it like smiling and funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good, that's a good, um, like circle back. Yeah. I wouldn't have known it if I hadn't just watched the finale and then went back to watch the first episode again. That's uh, great. And that's so another clever. one of the things I love about this show is the things that like the little threads that go through like tea, like tea. Yes. Uh, he's so <laughs> polite about it, but he's like, Oh, this yeah. is awful. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I have to agree with you. I loved it right from the start. Mm-hmm. thought it was so funny and I love how at first like you said you think that are they going to make fun of him is he dumb right. and then you realize that uh then you realize pretty quickly that no he's not dumb he's he's actually smart he says things you realize that he no- understands and knows things that um uh, that maybe in a different comedy, he wouldn't, he'd be a fish out of water and he'd be, mm-hmm. he'd be kind of an idiot. And in this case, he's a fish out of water, but there's still a lot that he understands. Um, yeah. And even, and you learn he's even more than that. You know, that is like kind of the genius. I mean, it is like laugh out loud. One liners funny, but as you watch the show, 
no character is just face value. Every character has like layers and is more complex than you think from the get-go, right? Because immediately you're like, oh, Jamie Todd. Like, yeah. oh, what an ass, right? But then like over the course of the show, you're like, oh, well, he's got some reasons for that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I just, I love every character. I, I love so. every character. I love the slow build of everyone's relationships. Yeah. And the reveal of like what's happening with everyone. Yeah. I... I, I I love it so much. Yeah. I like, one of the things I like about it is that it, it kind of zigs when you think it's going to zag or it mm-hmm. zags when you think it's going to zig. Like, uh, you know, one plot thing that seems to be like it's going to head for a huge confrontation is, is uh, Rebecca. She owns the, she owns the team. Mm-hmm. She hires Ted as the coach, because this is her ex-husband's favorite thing in the whole world is his team. And she wants to destroy it. So she's mm-hmm. going to hire this guy who's a football, who's an American football coach who knows nothing about British, British football, and she's going to destroy it. Mm-hmm. And so throughout the series, even though she's starting to like really warm to Ted, she's still like doing things behind the scenes to, 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 um, you know, get in his way. Yeah. Uh, so it's very complicated. And then when it comes out, he's like, he says, oh, it's probably my favorite scene. And it made me tear up listeners, maybe tear up. He says, I forgive you. I know straight out. And he's like, he means it. And then he that's means it. it. And also, I mean, first of all, the acting is incredible. Yeah. But Rebecca in that scene is, I mean, you know that she's put off this apology for a while now, but yeah. she is like legitimately sincere. And yeah. she comes, I just love that. It, it, again, smart, fun, but like quick, right? Like, so yeah, it took some time, some episodes to get there. But when she does it, when she apologizes, she walks right in. She's like, I'm a fucking bitch. Yeah. I did this. I did this. Here's why I did it. Yeah. And she is just like, and do what you want, like go to the press. And, uh, and he says, I forgive you. And they're yeah. so on the same page as far as like going through their divorces. And that's what Ted talks yeah. about. Yeah. Um, like people, people do things people do things when they're going through divorce is what, right. is what he says. What I love yeah. about that too, is that on a different show, on a not, not as good show, you know, like what would happen with that? You, they would be, he'd be angry at her. Mm-hmm. He would talk to her. They would be, there would maybe be even be a few episodes where they're at odds or it might even like go into the next season where now they hate each other. And right. This is, this is not that that show. Like he forgives her and it's done. And that plot line is over. It's over. And so um, oof, this is where I'm going to get into some time. Um, like, I'm mm. not sure if I'm on the right timeline, but yeah. he's already had like the panic attack that she's helped him with. Right. Yeah. He's already um, won the dart game. Yeah. So now here's something I'm going to throw at you. And I know it's a little early because we haven't talked through everything yet, but so the other thing I'm appreciating of this, and I hope that they hold on to it in season two is that their friendship is friendship. 
I'm not getting romance vibes, right? Like I'm not until, you know, he puts his hand out like at the, up in the apology scene, he puts his hand out and yeah. she gives him a big hug. Yeah. But like, I felt like she just appreciates him being there like friend wise, right? Like they have this like simpatico kind of thing. Yeah. I don't want it to be, I don't think I do. I don't think I want it to be romantic. I don't think I want it either. Mm -hmm. The only time I thought I was kept wondering if they were going there, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the episode where they go to Liverpool and he ends up, she ends up picking up the waiter mm -hmm. and then he ends up, uh, uh, sat flow mm -hmm. pops up at sass, sassy, right? He calls her, they call her sassy. Yes. She shows up at his hotel room. And I almost felt like where they, there was sort of, it seemed like maybe they were implying that um, there was some, there was something going on, you know, some connection, romantic connection with, with Ted and Rebe Rebecca in that episode. Then hmm. I realized like how it played out. I think maybe I was just, I was just putting that on the episode. Uh, on the plot. Like, I really think that they're supposed to be friends and the friends. I, I do too. What is important. And what I'm thinking is that like, I, and I totally get what you're saying um, because even in the panic attack episode two, like she's the one that finds him. She's the one that like really is like, I mean, like she's holding his face, like yeah. calming him down. And, but I'm not getting those vibes. Right. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to care in season two, but I feel like I, that's what I appreciate. Appreciate like when you're talking about zigging and zagging. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's not a complete zig or zag. It's more like a zug. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a little off, you know, but I'm like, oh, I really yeah. hope that they hang on to this because I don't want it to get messy. Like I just like how it is. Yeah. Now. Um, but him having that one night stand. Yeah. These two probably my favorite. I'm gonna say top five um, scenes, and that is the Diamond Dogs. Diamond Dogs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. I mean, oh, I mean. So this is like this is the show, and sort of a nutshell in this scene where it's like quick dialogue, quick funny one-liners. On top of like this emotional base of like the bros helping each other out. Yeah. And it's like this like mishmash of misfits. Yeah. But they're all being very sincere. Yeah. Um, oh, it's probably, it's up there. It's up there in my top five, but there's so many. Yeah. Um, because then what happens is then later, Roy, who wants to date Keely. <laughs> goes into his office and is just grunting, which I love also. And Ted, you have to say Ted Lasso, right? You have to Ted say Lasso. Yeah. Ted Lasso is like, I know what you need. You need the diamond dogs. And he's like, D -d 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 -d. and within a minute, they're all coming in. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, fuck this, fuck that. <laughs> You're all a bunch of pricks. But they did get their little tidbits into him. And yeah. again, funny. Right. Funny. I love uh, Ted Lasso does the opposite, plays the opposite game. 
hysterical. Oh, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're doing the opposite. <laughs> and then he does like this thing where he like puts his finger on the nose and like points. Yeah. And then I wrote this one down because I just love this line. So Nate, who is a lovely, adorable character. Love him. She says, uh, uh, Keely, Keely's so kind to be liked by someone be liked by someone like her it must be wonderful and ted lasso says shout out to gershwin brothers <laughs> it's so funny so funny so and funny. actually in the first diamond dog scene nate while he's puking in a bucket right because that all happens pretty quickly right i can't remember if it's, it's yeah because they, they come back from liverpool yes and Nate is in the asleep in the in the luggage, luggage carrier near the bus <laughs> because he didn't want to miss the bus, right? But he can't stop puking, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but he is like in the middle of like the banter because Ted is Ted Lasso is basically like, oh, you know, I, I had this one night stand and that's not me and blah blah blah, and they're talking about relationships and yeah. Higgins is a part of this. Yeah. And here's where I thought that was interesting. He doesn't. I, at first I thought he was going to be upset because he slept with Rebecca's friend, but it's, and if it was a romance, if they were leading towards a romance, that's why I think he'd be upset. Like I slept with her best friend, but really he's upset because he just doesn't do one night stands and he's uncomfortable with it. Yes. And he, but, and, uh, but he does say, should I tell Rebecca? Mm. And I rewatched that. And when it, when he first said that, I thought he meant his ex-wife for some reason. And then I'm like, or I, I should say on the first watch, I thought that, but then I'm yeah. like, oh no, he means Rebecca. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And they were like, no, the diamond dogs were like, no. But right. what I was going to say is Nate and his character in that scene, as he's like, they're all bantering and he's puking, but he's like, this is lovely. I've always wanted to sit with a bunch of men and talk about our feelings or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. oh God, I love this guy. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Every character is so well-written and yeah. well acted. I mean, it's totally believable. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, like you slowly reveal like some character thing. I mean, some of it is like right off the top, but like, yeah. Um, yeah, Nate, you pretty know, pretty much know what you're getting right, right at the get go. Yeah. Um, I love, uh, so what do you think about coach beard? God love. I think that was one of the first things I wrote down when I was like, I got to think about things to talk about. Um, love coach beard yeah the the quick banter that that he has with like ted lasso and like that whole scene where i forget like they're sitting in the stadium and he's talking about like you know jamie tart and he's a he's a he's an ace and then we get the new guy and he's an ace it's like we have so many aces and then they do this whole thing about aces 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 and like they get stuck and (laughs) Last, I was like, what if we had two guitarists from Kiss? And you're just like, two Freelies, not aces. <laughs> like those quick little things that make me laugh. Yeah. Honestly, I smiled through the whole thing. Yeah. When I wasn't like, oh, I was smiling all the time. All the time. I love with Beard is that, you know, he's there throughout the episodes throws in a quip or a funny phrase, but he's not, doesn't have a, like a, like a, like a lot of big scenes. 
But then towards the end, when they get into the big fight about- we'll Talk about that. Yeah, about putting um, Roy Kent on the on the bench. And it gets serious because yes. he's like, no, you need to do this. And, and then like he freezes him out, as does Nate. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they have the fight in the in the pub. And mm-hmm. then Storms, and meanwhile, his his lady that he was kind of seeing is playing chess. Yes. And then <laughs> he walks over, they have a big fight. Beard gets up, walks away, stands next to her and says to the guy she's playing chess with, uh, she's just she's just toying with you. And then he moves the chess piece and he's like, he's like, checkmate. <laughs> yep. And she and says then, something like, like, that's so, like, I'm so turned on right now. And they leave. Yeah, together. they leave together. <laughs> so here's what I want to say about that fight and that pub okay. scene. Okay. Because I felt like it was a little too much. Like, I felt like for his character to be so, like, you have to think about winning. I was like, hmm, he's so, like, him and Ted Lasso are so... um, In sync? In sync. Um, But, you know, he's also his um, guardrail, right? Yeah. So I could see that, but it felt a little too strong. Yeah. That he would do that. But, I mean, I totally get it. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, maybe it was a little too much, but I feel like he really had to reinforce the point to Ted Lasso that being relegated would be a big deal. Mm-hmm. And that in this case, oh. winning, winning, if that, you know, winning was important. It's a professional team. And this is why it's important. Yeah, that's true. So, so, which is seemed to be very hard to break, to get through, through to him. I wanted them to win. I wanted them to win. I know. Heartbreaker. I I felt like I was one of those three guys in the pub. I felt like May. (laughs) I know. And I I was like, oh, but. And then when you think that they're going to do it and they pull out the, Mm -hmm. the, um, the, 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 the tricks, the Ted Mm -hmm. Lasso, they'd use the Ted Lasso. Yeah. Um, But that was such a perfect moment too, because Jamie you 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 know and they never really state it to well they do because of the note but you know that Jamie passed because because Ted Lasso's uh training you know his words stuck with him mm-hmm. yes so uh I just love I was such a great it was so perfect I know so, like they lost but they lost because Ted is such a good coach I know and it's He's not really about the winning or the losing. So, you know, you get that, but oh man, I really wanted him to. So yeah. let's talk about Jamie Tart. Okay. Jamie Tart. Jamie Tart. Um, because I, I, the thing that's bothering me, mm. um, the thing that's bothering me, and here's a good example of layers, right? Like of, um, and yeah, he is like the pretty boy star, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So you get a lot of that. Um, and then it's revealed and he kind of indicates this like during the, um, and we have to get this to the scene about like the clearing of the ghosts, but, um, he kind of intimates like, I'm going to get rid of these things because of my dad kind of thing. And then you see his dad being such an ass, like such a terrible, abusive ass. Um, and then he reads the note from Ted Lasso and I forget what it says, but what's bothering me 
is that he still doesn't know that it wasn't Ted that that sent him away. It was Rebecca, but yeah. he still thinks it's Ted. And yeah. he, you know, because there's that other scene previously, which is also crazy. Every scene is great where yeah. it's Roy and and him at Keeley's house. Yes. And um and he's <laughs> basically like, I wanted to talk about how Ted Lasso is playing mind games with me, like being nice to me on the telly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and, and and Keely is like, well, he is nice. He does like you. Yeah. Um, but I, it bothers me, and I hope they clear it up in season two. I have yeah. no idea where that's going, but I really want someone to be like, or maybe even Rebecca to be like, it was me, it wasn't Ted. Yeah. Because it bothers me. Bothered, yeah. It bothers me too. I feel like it's something they'll have to bring up in season two. Right, right. It's a little bit of like a dangling plot thread. Yeah, and I mean, it felt like they were trying to wrap it up with the yeah. note and the little army guy. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> the army guy. And they give it to um, I forget his name, but he's like the Nigerian, and he's like a ah, little white man, like little white <laughs> army men. Not good for me, thanks. Right, right. right. Uh, what's his name? I love him. <sighs> um, I think I wrote it down too. Uh, Sam. Sam, he's great. Sam. The goldfish. What has the what has the shortest memory of any animal? The goldfish. <laughs> oh, and he's oh, I can't. I gotta remember the scene, but I remember it's when oh, it's after Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas. <laughs> Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas. Football is life. Football is life. Oh, that character is fantastic too. Yeah, fantastic. But yeah. after he gets hurt again. And um, what were they? Oh, he's like, and then he gets, he, Ted Lasso was like, and then he gets hurt. He's like a beautiful raven haired Labrador. <laughs> and then Sam is like, coach, is it true that in America there's so many beautiful dogs, but not enough owners so that they put them down for no reason? And he's like, it is true. But there's many American folk, women folk singers that are trying, singer to that. Yeah. <laughs> trying to change that. So good. That's so good. He's like, and we're not putting Danny down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so can I mention one other plot thing? This is the only other plot thing that I was like, huh, I'm not sure about this. Okay. So, so you know, early on, Rebecca sets up a photographer to take a tabloid mm. picture of Ted and Keely, who we haven't talked about yet. Um, uh, in an effort to make them look bad, give the bad yeah. press, I guess. Basically. Uh, yeah, basically saying that they're that she's cheating on they're Jamie with thing. this yeah. new guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then later on, Keely finds out finds out who took the, who set up the photo. Like they know about mm -hmm. the photo, it gets it gets squashed. But then Keely finds out, and she goes to Rebecca, and she says, "You have to tell Ted." Or, I mean, you just have to tell Ted. You have to tell Ted about it. She's very upset. So then the next episode, she goes back to Rebecca. Rebecca hasn't told Ted yet. And she's mm -hmm. like, you have to tell Ted. And she never asks. Like, there, there's, so she and Keely and Rebecca have become friends. Like, really good friends. Yes, yeah. Seems like it would affect their friendship. 
and nothing seems to happen with that. Like that doesn't seem to be resolved at all. Like it's more about Rebecca, Rebecca and Ted's relationship and not about like Keely never asks, why did you do this? Yeah. Uh, she never says, we're not friends anymore. How could you do this to me? Uh, they never have a conversation. Like I would think they would at least have a conversation where Rebecca's like, I'm sorry. Or, mm-hmm. you know, just the same way she apologizes to Ted. Why doesn't she need to make amends to Keely? When she comes storming in and she's like, I know it was you. Rebecca doesn't say sorry then. I'm not remembering. I don't think so. Because I did not feel that way. So I'm not remembering what was said and what was not said. I think yeah. maybe I, I'm missing something, but or what I think I maybe assumed was that they're so close now, right? And they're like, you know, girl bond. Yeah. And they've both kind of made mistakes with men and they're kind of like on the same page with that. That yeah. maybe Keely just understood. Yeah. Or, or like off screen, they had talked about it kind of thing. Like yeah. Keely understood like the pain that Rebecca was going through. Maybe didn't understand her whole plan. Yeah. Um, I just feel like you, it needed a lot, just a line of dialogue somewhere where Keely's like, yeah. Oh, I know you're going through a divorce and it doesn't matter. Like I'm in the tabloids all the time. It doesn't matter that much to me, mm. but you need to make mm. amends to Ted. So I don't know. I Interesting. Just, I felt like I missed something was missing. There. I might have to go back and look at that um, because I, I didn't come away from it feeling like that. Yeah. Um, hmm. So I just might be not remembering some things, but, um, but honestly, I love their relationship too, Keely yeah, and Rebecca. Yeah. Keely's I love when they go to Liverpool and they're, uh, they're, oh, this is another thing. This is another zig when it, when you think it could zag, like she goes to Liverpool and they're hanging out like girls weekend. And then, and then Sassy shows up, uh, Rebecca's old friend. And in another less good show, there would be a rivalry for right. Rebecca's attentions. And it would be like the old friend versus the new friend. And then at the end, they would like come together. Or at the end, you'd find out that Sassy's really just terrible. Mm-hmm. She's not like, she's, she's totally fine. And they all get along great. And uh, is Sassy fine? She is. She's a she's little fine, right? Rough. She's a little rough, but she's not a. She's she is a good friend, right? Mm. She's a good friend. To your point, I was like, I'm not sure I like this person. Mm. Um, but it speaks to Keely's character that she's just like, yeah, let's go. Okay. We're all fine. Um, and we're going to get back to this. I guess she, she, she does, she does manipulate the situation so that Rebecca pays for dinner. Uh, but then it seems like it's a running joke that they have anyway. Right. And she makes Rebecca feel really bad, but I feel like she has to, like she hasn't talked to her goddaughter in like so long or right. Like they used to be really close. A little too, too much, too much. Yeah. For, uh, for like, uh, for not having really a falling out. Mm -hmm. Uh, was that seemed like, yeah, it seemed like a lot. I mean, when she was at the front desk and flirting with Ted Lasso, I thought that was cute. And I thought that was fun. Yeah. I'm trying to remember why I didn't like. I feel like she just kind of barged in, and she was. I mean, a I know that she, like, uh, yeah, she was mm-hmm. a barger. 
Um, but I totally am on board with what you're saying as far as like, yeah, a different show would make that a whole thing. Yeah. Um, and Maybe they all ended up more like openly awful. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm going to throw something at you now that we're talking about Keely as a character okay. who is, um, it's funny because the, when they are talking, when, when Ted goes to her shoot and it wants to talk about Jamie, yeah. um, which is kind of funny cause she's the girlfriend. She's just always there at first. Like she doesn't have anything to do with the team necessarily. She's just his girlfriend, but like walks into the locker room, like she owns it. But, um, it's funny because um, in the in that scene, I was like, well, I mean, is this a little too early for them to be talking like this? Um, but what I think is that Ted and Keely have a lot of the same positivity, right? Like they see the world kind of similarly, which they make a big deal out of. Well, I don't know if it's a big deal, like the whole panda lion thing. Um, yeah. But, but. Um, I guess where I'm going with that is like, that's also a thing. I'm like, oh, they're not going to really make them go together, right? No, that won't work. Um, but they're similar. They're so similar in character. Yeah. yeah. That's, I thought, I thought at first they were setting them up as, as a possible couple. Which would be crazy, I think. Which would be crazy. But typical of another show, maybe. But typical of another show. Mm-hmm. Very typical of another show. Uh, so I loved that it, does not go there mm-hmm. because the relationship with her and Roy Kent was, I loved it. See, this is what I'm talking about. Even when she's with Jamie, yeah, you can feel the sparks, right? With her and Roy, like you can feel like when he comes into the bar and is like headbutting somebody like, stop, <laughs> stop bullying Nate. <laughs> That's after he reads the book that Ted gave him. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's the leader. So uh, I like all of this. All of this is yeah. so great. A wrinkle in time. Uh, a wrinkle, a in, wrinkle time. in time. And he's reading with his niece. And then he's like, he, sh- he finishes it. <laughs> you know, I love the swearing. Yeah. But he just goes, fuck. <laughs> and he gets up. And, but the camera lingers on the girl. And she's like, so blase. About the, she's, <laughs> like, Woo. she's just like, mm, that's my ankle. Yeah. Because later on, she's like, when Keely says to her, Tell, tell me all the things that you know and like about your Uncle Roy. And she's like, he swears a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, he's my uncle. He swears a lot. He buys me ice cream. And I love him. That is the cutest. Adorable. He's like, was he just like, what the fuck do you know? <laughs> she's like, eh. I love it so much. But, you know, that bar scene and, and you know, he's like, he's like, <laughs> vodka and he goes Keely and she's like Roy like <laughs> you know like that's what I mean they don't have that kind of like setup or even and that's pretty subtle I have to say that's pretty subtle but you feel it yeah um none of that none of that with Ted and Rebecca yeah which yeah. I love I love I just don't want it to happen but I don't know I've seen the trailer for season two so I don't know where it's going oh I haven't seen it yet Ooh, okay <gasps> again could go either way. And I don't want it to go the way. Yeah. I want it to be, I want them to be best friends. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think what I liked about this show and I think it relates to this Ted and Rebecca being friends is there's such a like generosity about it. It's about characters who are really likable. Like it's so nice to watch a show 
where mm-hmm. the characters are really likable and they like each other and they appreciate each other and they like to be around each other. I just, I mean, you just don't get shows like that very often. Like it's a really nice change of pace. And I think yes. this is where I was going to, I sent you this off, off, off air. Um, I think that's the sense that it reminds me a lot of, of Parks and Rec. Hmm. Okay. Uh, because, like, I feel like it's that same kind of like we like each other and we are we are likable good people. Mm-hmm. Like the generosity to that show that I think shares that I think Ted Lasso shares. Um, like otherwise, it's not like plot wise or character wise. They're not right. Similar. Although Ted Lasso reminds me a little bit of Leslie Nope. Um, but that's mm-hmm. but that's yeah. Okay, I can see it a little bit. I did not have that. I did not have that. Um, like, oh, this is reminding me. Honestly, I was like, this is reminding me of nothing. I was like, this yeah. is really something really is, new. You're right. Like, it really is like nothing else. I, um, it's funny because I always think of like Parks and Rec and 30 Rock kind of the same way. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying. Like that 30 Rock has a little bit more emotional connection to the characters than 30 Rock. But, um, you know, but it's sort of that same kind of thing where it's, um, uh, these are mostly good people, complicated, but honestly, not, I can't think of another show that's as positive. Like, yeah. Not everything happens, not everything good happens, right? Bad things happen, but um, just, I don't know, the uplifting part of it, yeah. the positivity yeah. of the characters. I mean, even when Ted Lasso, the most positive person in the world, is like um, down and, yeah. you know, it's like so sad about his divorce. Um, but even that's handled pretty well, to, to yeah. be honest. Like, she's not like some terrible shrew. It's like, she's not the enemy. It's just, it just happens. So yeah. it's sort of like that with like the games, right? Like sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And yeah. and it's emotional. But anyway, they do a good job. So I don't know. I see what you're saying about Parks yeah. and Rec. Um, an interesting point. What is it? Why do you think that Ted Lasso character could be so annoying? Mm-hmm. And he's not at all. What he's makes not. him, what is it that makes him so fun? Mm-hmm. This is a great question. And that is like the question when you start watching it, you're like, oh my God, are they just gonna make fun of him? Which people do. Yeah. But what happens is, how am I gonna word this? <laughs> what happens is you're you're finding out pretty quickly, but kind of along like the first couple of episodes that he doesn't know anything about soccer, but he knows about coaching yeah. and he knows about people and he knows how to handle the haters. Yeah. And um, yeah. What does make him not annoying? Because, and I can't remember what he says exactly, but you know, they have that uh, one of the best scenes in the show is the dark game. Yes. And then he sort of explains his, how he sees himself in the world. And he basically says something like. Oh, I wrote it down. Oh, good. Okay. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. Be be curious, not judgmental. Yeah. Now I watched this scene a couple of times today. Yeah. um, And mostly because I was trying to find scenes of the bar guys. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) And I can't find like just YouTube, you know, (laughs) scenes of them. But anyway, the dart um, scene is just amazing. Yeah. What I will say is this. When, when it starts ramping up to this might be a competition, Rupert, that's his name, right? Yes. Who is, do you know who that is? I, did I look it up? It's Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yes. Okay. And you just hate him. Like, you already hate him, right? Yeah, because you know. Pretty despicable. And um, just, like, so pretentious and, like, oof, entitled and all of that. But yeah. um, he does say to, he does say to um, Ted Lasso, do you like darts? Kind of like. I'm not going to say that it's deprecating. I'm just going to say like, oh, do you like darts? Like he was sort of like, oh, like, but nobody's as good as me. Yeah. But then what Ted Lasso says in that sort of soliloquy, oh, this is such a good scene. Um, He says he used to be made fun of and people would pick on him for his attitude or what have you. And then he read a, a quote from Walt Whitman that says, be curious, not judgmental. And he's like, and I thought, you know, um, that's what was happening. Nobody was asking me about this or that. They were just judging me on the surface, which has been happening to him this whole the whole show, right? Yeah. The yeah. press, those fans, everyone's just judging him like he's an idiot, right? Um, but then he says, um, like you know, what you should have done instead of judging me is ask me, have you played a lot of darts, Ted? <laughs> Not do you like darts? Cause that is what he asked. Like, I was like, oh, that's funny. I didn't even realize that he had asked him anything. Yeah. Um, he says, you know, you should have asked me if you played a lot of darts and he talks about how he played all the time with his dad and his dad passed away. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And like, but do you know what he says? So Rebecca's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I think they call it white knighting, but I don't know. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> because he's being such a dick to her. Now, the other thing I love is when Rupert says, Rupert says, uh, oh, I forgot that I had these. And he opens up his set of like, <laughs> you know, personal darts. Mm-hmm. And then Ted says, oh, I forgot that I'm left-handed. <laughs> and he throws a dart with his left hand. He gets a... He gets yes. A- <laughs> Oh, it's so good. It's like very, that's what this is. That's what this show is. Satisfying. It's so satisfying. Again, not everything is like not, they don't win every game. You know, not everything is like roses, but man, is it satisfying because the way things are handled are so satisfying. And that in particular had to be like that. He couldn't have lost that dark game. No, no, he had to win that. He had to win that with a bullseye at the end. Yeah. 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 Uh, But I think, yeah, what you, what you read, I think kind of really sums up Ted Alasso, Mm -hmm. like, like as a character. And again, to go back to my favorite theme of this show, Ziggs, what other show zag uh, on another show, he would be oblivious to what people think about him. But on this show, Mm. he knows what people think. He refuses not to care. Right, right. And he like answers right back. Oh, I'm just thinking about that guy. When was this? Oh, his family came to town, which we have to talk about. But um, his family comes down. He's walking back to his apartment with like coffee and 
and some guys like, Hey, Wanka, you know, don't mess up this game, blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh, <laughs> and Ted's like, well, we'll see how it goes. And he keeps walking and the guy's like giving him the finger and like, he's hearing it from literally everyone. He can't yeah. walk in that bar. So let's talk about this. Cause I love these bar guys. Yeah. all the time. Yeah. But, um, so his wife comes down, his wife and kid, and they walk into that. I keep saying bar, but I think it's a pub. It's a pub. And I love that pub. I yes. want to go to that pub. Yeah. Um, so well, you know, like when TV is awesome, does live shows in London, we'll just go to that pub. Yeah. We'll yeah. do our live show from that pub. 100%. <laughs> Such good scenes in this pub. But the one that I'm thinking of is he walks in with, um, his wife and his son, and he walks in first, and those guys are like, rah, 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 like yelling at him, dropping f bombs everywhere, and they're like, he's like, "Here's my wife," and they're like, "So lovely to meet you, you're so nice," and and like then after they sit down, um, they go, they cut. I think I think they cut to those guys, and one of them is like, "Lovely family, though," and the other guy's like, "Don't humanize him." <laughs> Right. Because there's the one guy, the big guy, who yes. is always like a little more sympathetic. <laughs> yes, I think so. Yes. <laughs> but those guys are great. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. I love and them. May, and May is great. <laughs> Jinx. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. May is amazing. So the scene in where, okay, so I guess the reason they go to this, but I know it's close to Ted's apartment and I guess also um, beards because he's right there too. Yeah. But it must be like the Manchester, not Manchester, Richmond bar, right? Yeah. It must be the Richmond bar. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so, but they have the whole team meeting in that back room. Yeah. Oh, I watched it again today and I was like, this is just freaking amazing. So let's connect the dots here. So our good, good friend, Danny Rojas, comes back from an injury and then immediately gets injured. And they were like, well, that training room is cursed. Right. And Roy is like, I don't believe it. It's <laughs> like, well, then you're coming with me. We're going to go look at it. And he's like, oh no. no. <laughs> so then they do this whole thing at the pub where they're talking about the history of London. And May is talking about like how they recruited all these people for the soccer team. Mm, football mm. and um football is life <laughs> and how like it was a ruse and they were just signing up i don't know if that's true did you look that up i didn't no i just i just i just assumed it was real <laughs> mm. i didn't even google i know um riveted by the scene i didn't even google. Riveted. um so uh, they're talking about how in those a lot of those boys didn't because it could go either way it could either be true yeah. Or they made the whole thing up, right? Yeah. Yeah. About the ghost. So at <laughs> one point, I think I wrote it all down. Hold on. Where did I write it? Oh, so <laughs> I just wrote war ghosts. Um, so they're basically saying that, you know, a lot of wh- where did they get their physicals? Yeah. And Nate is like, oh, Jesus, it's in the tr- it's in the, the treatment room or what, what <laughs> training room. The training room. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're like 400 ghosts. And one guy is like, that's too many ghosts. And then the other guy who has like a French accent, he's like, we can't fight them all. We can't fight 400 ghosts. <laughs> like they were going to fight 400 ghosts. Uh, and it's quick. Like it's even quicker than I said it. Right. Yeah. Um, but just 
really, really, that whole thing is just so funny, but it's like a bonding thing, right? Yeah. I couldn't believe that they actually took really meaningful things to them though. I know. I mean, yeah. The blanket that Roy tosses in. Yeah. It's like a really sentimental thing to him. And I think those cleats were really sentimental kind of to Jamie, which yeah. is like, yeah. Um, but I think some, they had to, right? Like it wouldn't work. If that's they, what they were convinced. I mean, they really, they really, they really bought into it. Mm-hmm. That they had to have something that was of real value. Right. And even then I was like, I'm not sure about those cleats from Jamie. I'm not sure he's bought in on this, but that's what I'm saying about like the slow reveal yeah. of like, was he on board with Ted Lasso or not? And yeah. so I was like, I, he didn't yeah. seem like he was, but then later you find out, Oh no, those are really, right. his dad is really was, a super like, dick. You could see like he had made a breakthrough with him. Mm-hmm. And oh, then, okay. And the, I mean, I feel like I thought, I don't know what it was that made me think that there was something that made me think he made a breakthrough and then that's the episode where Rebecca trades him back or sends him back to his his home team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, let's talk about Higgins. Higgins, I love Higgins. Me too. I though I was like, oh my god, it's now I can't remember the name, but it's from Downton Abbey. Yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah. And the way he's talking is the Downton Abbey guy, right? So that yeah. just must be the way he talks, but he's so, thing. he's so, such a different character. Yeah. Um, again, I, and I don't know if this is on purpose, but it's like, you know, he's all like, oh, buttoned up and blah, blah, blah. Um, but then the slow reveal is that, you know, yeah. his family and his yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. stand-up face and yeah. like, he grew a goatee when he wasn't working. Oh. Can I can I mention one of my favorite funny scenes with Higgins? Yes, and then I have one too. Okay, okay. go ahead. So they're making so um, Ted Lasso is making all these funny um, lunch food puns. I wrote the same one down. <laughs> <laughs> well, may, maybe. Okay, go ahead. So then I think he leaves. He leaves, and Higgins says, "Caesar, you later." <laughs> yes. And Ted has walked out and shut the door and he stores back in and he's like, yes. Yes. <laughs> he goes, yes. I wrote the same one down, Ken. <laughs> it's so funny. So oh, and then he, funny. then he turns to, the best part is that then he turns to Rebecca because remember he's in cahoots. He's yeah. the only one that knows Rebecca's plan. Yeah. <laughs> Chad walks out for real and he turns to Rebecca. He's like, oh, that man is insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, I love that. And then he becomes part of the Diamond Dogs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he quits. He quits. And then we over. have my second favorite scene where Rebecca goes to his house to bring him back. Yeah. Playing the bass. Yes. With a with Go a bike. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Such a good character. And he has and then, so many children. How does he come back? Because she, so she apologized, right? She apologized. And she so it's directly related to her going to Ted and Ted forgiving her. Mm-hmm. And then she realizes, you assume she realizes that she needs to make amends to a lot of people that she's, yeah. that she's hurt. So she goes to, to bring him back. Mm-hmm. 
I thoroughly enjoy that Rebecca does not, um, I mean, even with Higgins, like, she's like, oh, right. Like the way you hid all my husband's mistresses. Right. You know, but like, so, but that's. And she has a point, you know, like she has reason to be upset with him. Yes. 100%. And yeah, I mean, Rebecca's a good character and she has played so well. Yeah. Um, You know, did you watch Game of Thrones? Yes. Do you know who she was on Game of Thrones? Oh, I think I looked this up. Was she one of the septas that. Yes. Yeah. Punished Cersei? Yeah, that punished Cersei and and followed Mm. her around saying, repent, repent. Shame. 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 That was her. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Well, she's wonderful in this. Like, she is really great. Yeah, amazing. And again, on another show, she would just be a stone-cold bitch the whole way through. Yeah. Um. But you know what we haven't talked about yet is the biscuits. The biscuits. The biscuits is when I knew this was a special show. When you mm-hmm. find out that Ted bakes the biscuits himself, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Hey, this is a special show. Right. Right. Because he's got the little boxes. <laughs> She's got Higgins out searching to try to find them. <laughs> exactly. And she's like, no, 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 no. And then like, you know, a few days, a few episodes later, she's just like, give me. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a crazy question. And this might be um, a little too specific, Ooh, okay. but who's the goalie? Like my understanding mm. is that a goalie is pretty freaking important. Yeah. And I said it out loud while we were watching it. I'm like, yeah. why isn't the goalie a bigger character here? Because the goalie's the one that's like kind of like seeing the field and the plays and things and yeah. yelling things. Yeah. Um, that's so I was kind of like really a character. No. Like the only time we ever hear about him is in the finale when he keeps like they just mention his name because he keeps making saves mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. We never really get to know him as a as a character. I couldn't even tell you who he is right now. Like no. I couldn't even picture him. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, that's another thing I hope they kind of circle back on in season two. Yeah. Um, I know that's not what it's about, but honestly, like I feel like if you are following a football team, like that's a big part of your. De- they talk about the defense. Yeah. You know, don't put. <laughs> that was part of the dart thing, right? Yeah. Like if if Rupert won, he was like, you put so and so back on defense. But um they never talk about the goalie. And you're right in the finale and in all the games, he's like making saves and yeah. yeah. So I just thought that was an odd choice to not kind of at least highlight him in a couple of episodes. Yeah. 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 Make him something of a of a character. Even a, yeah. a little supporting one, like Sam or like Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Or those other guys, or yeah. one of those other guys in the um, uh, pub in the ghost yeah. thing. But like, I also He's think maybe one of those guys could be. What's that? I'm thinking maybe one of those guys who talked could be the goalie. I'm not actually sure. Could be. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I feel like okay. So let's talk about. Well, we kind of talked about Keely and Rebecca already, but like. Uh, can we talk about Ted Krim? 
of the independent <laughs> of the independent with the hair yeah with the hair i don't have much to say i just i He's love great always ted crim of the independent mm-hmm. never cracks a smile <laughs> well you find out that so i guess it's like the same parent company right so where she sold those pictures to is the sun it's <laughs> another funny line she's like so i when she's being the savior now yeah. um oh it's so funny she says to ted well i talked to the owner of the sun he says you talked to god <laughs> <laughs> she's like no no the paper <laughs> and and they've agreed to not to not publish them yeah and he, he is like MVP, MVP. <laughs> and then he's doing high kicks and he's like, right, laugh, right. It's so funny. And then she's like, but I had to concede that you have this interview with Ted Krim of the, the much more respectable independent. Right. And, um, but we already know him from the very first press conference, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's doing it, we know, because he, she thinks he's going to just like rip him. Yeah. But of course they have like the most Ted Lasso experience ever. Yeah. And go to the Indian restaurant that the driver who picked him up from the airport owns. And then that yeah. guy's so happy to see him. <laughs> All the spicy food. So good. Um, but before that, when he, when he walks into, so Beard is in the office. Ted, is it Crim's? Uh, Crim. Yeah. Oh, Krim. Um, like Krim. <laughs> poking around. And Ted Lasso walks in and he's like, yeah, you reminded me of like one of those robot vacuum cleaners, like just looking around for dirt. And Beer's like, Beer's like Roomba. It's like, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's just like these little like layers of humor. So quick. Why is that funny? Like we all know he's talking about a Roomba. I know. It's just but, funny. Because he know. says it, it's funny. It's the way he says it. Yeah. Because they're like so fast right. together. You start, at that point, you start to, you've kind of picked up on their their vibe. And so you almost expect him to say it. And in another show, like you're saying, like, or like anywhere, you would think like he's correcting him, but he's not. Yeah. He's no. just like helping him. Right. Just adding. Adding the word. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I love this show. I really hope it's as good in season two. Me too. I know. It's a high bar. It's a high bar. I know. Um, I'm looking at my notes now because... Uh, can I say another like little thing that I loved? Yes. Uh, when they have the benefit, the episode about the benefit, and mm-hmm. uh, Elton John drops... Was it Elton John? Drops out? Uh, no, Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. And so Ted recruits the busker who we've been seeing yes. in the early episodes, and he... And he turns out to be like, he kills it. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about that episode because that's the first time that Ted is meeting Rupert. Yeah. Dick. Yeah. Like just oozing dickness. Yeah. And, um, and Rebecca's so shook. Like, like she's just like so shaken up yeah. and he's recognizing that in her. And just like a lot happens in that episode that way. Um, I'm trying to remember now because he, then he donated like a million dollars. Right. Um, there's the whole thing about like bidding on the soccer players. Yeah. Um, but then it leads to Rupert leaving with that Bex. Yeah. Oh, not new Rebecca. She's just Rebecca. She's just Rebecca. Our Rebecca and is old Rebecca. Old Rebecca. And yeah. yeah, that's like, and when Rebecca, our Rebecca hears that she like, it almost like 
strengthens her resolve to like really give it to Rupert and make his team lose. I think that's when she decides to trade, um, not yeah. trade, let like, go of Jamie's hot. <laughs> yeah. And this is where they have the scene. She has the scene outside with Ted when he went Ted, with Ted Lasso, when he um, comforts her, mm-hmm. tells her to like, gives her a pep talk basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is which is interesting because then it's mirrored later in the other in the episode. Is it the Liverpool episode where he has the panic attack? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like they're they're very supportive of each other. They are, and that's yeah, why that way. that's exactly, and yeah. that is why when the apology happens because we know she has this like vendetta, right? Yeah. But their their relationship is still sincere. Yeah. Even though what she's trying to do involves his whole life um but that's why the apology is so good because she's sincere she's she's like i know i've just been like terrible this whole time but then he's like well having this job gave me distance for me to see things and it's changed my life yeah assuming for the better i mean like he says it's changed his life but i know i don't want it to be romantic i don't think i want it to be romantic i I don't think i want that either mm-hmm. i yeah. like the way they are yeah yeah um is that also when they're at that benefit no keely still leaves with jamie right but but that's where roy and jamie agree to like stop yelling at each other yeah but wait no doesn't doesn't keely break up with jamie yeah maybe I think I think Keely breaks up with Jamie, but then Keely and and Roy have a moment at the bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She goes off with Rebecca. Yeah. In the rickshaw and they get drunk. Yes, yes. And that's when they become besties. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm trying to look. I wrote a whole thing about like my favorite scenes, but we might have yeah. talked about it. So, but like this, so Rebecca has this beautiful voice and they're singing karaoke. Hilarious yeah. that Beard is singing Gaga first. <laughs> so good. Amazing. And then she's singing Let It Go. Yeah. And then he starts having the panic attack. Panic attack. I mean, I don't think that's an accident that that's the song she's singing. Yeah. No, well, I read, I read it. Yeah. So I read an interesting little behind the scene tidbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, she's, she's, uh, a big, uh, whatever the, you know, the London version of West of, uh, the London version of Broadway. She's a big, um, uh, stage performer okay. a lot of singing and, uh, um, Ted Lasso. Oh my God. What's his name? Jason, Sude- Jason Sudeikis uh-huh. really want, cause he's also writing. He's like, in, like he's not just the star, but he writes, he's writing and, you know, part of the creation of the show. He's like, I, I want you to sing, let it go. And she didn't want to sing, let it go because she's like, it's a really hard song to sing. And I've been trying to sing it forever and I don't want to do it. And then he's all, he's like, all right, well, you come up with a better song for Rebecca in this moment. And she couldn't. So she. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I tried really hard to avoid, uh, this is funny because this is not like me. I tried really hard to avoid reading like behind the scenes things. Oh. I just want the characters to be the characters. I know. 
However, <laughs> Jason Sudeikis is going through like the most unbelievable divorce mm-hmm. from Olivia Wilde and you can't escape it, right? You can't escape oh. that she's dating um, Harry Styles. Harry. Yeah. So of course I stumble upon that he's dating. And when you read it quickly. I heard, I heard that that may just be a rumor. Interesting. Yeah. So do you want to reveal? Yes, because when I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, he's dating the actress that plays Keely? What? Then I had to research and I'm like, no, it's the actress who plays Bex. Right. Her real name is Keely? Right. Hmm. <laughs> I did think that was funny. I was super confused. And then I and then I then I read it. But it's also making me think, since he's a writer, he worked that name in. Oh. He knows her from previous. They didn't just meet on this. He oh, knows her okay. from Horrible Bosses. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I read. Wait, wait. And Keely, wait, Juno Temple, the actress? Or no. Or Keely, who plays Bex. Oh, okay. So maybe, I mean, you probably read better. You probably got a better, uh, you, you read better than I did. Because I had read some mixed things as to whether they're actually... Dating or not, and I had read that he met her on the set when they made the movie. Horrible bar. No, I'm sorry. When they made, um, he met her. He met her making Ted Lasso, and that uh, Mm -hmm. they were just friends. Um, Uh, What I read was that she was in. Oh, it might be horrible bosses too. Is there horrible bosses too? There is. Yeah. So one of those, either the original or two, she was in that, and they knew each other. Okay. Um, and then reconnected on this. Okay. Um, but I think they have pictures of them holding hands in New York. Oh, okay. So okay. I think that's why they're like, yeah, he's dating again. Oh, I definitely read okay. that it was confirmed. I think yeah. it was people. Okay. Okay. Well, people. Um, um, now, having said that, that's from this week. Two weeks ago, it was he's still devastated. Okay. <laughs> so, I just shrug. I don't like. I don't know. But I definitely was like, "Why is her name Keely and Keely's name is that Keely's is interesting character?" I'm like, "Hmm." Yeah. I did also read that no one's named Olivia. No one's named Olivia. <laughs> I'll just say that. Right, and also like they wrote the whole storyline about Ted. You know, the uh, the whole story about Ted um, splitting up from his wife was all written before. Like it's it's art it's life imitating art because um, he's going through this after it was already written into the show. Um, oh. Because they wrote the pilot. He wrote the pilot years ago, like three years ago. Well, I also, again, trying to avoid things, but I couldn't. Um, I didn't realize. So this is a bit that he had done for NBC Sports. Yes, I just were... read that today. I, I know. know so, so it's like, this is like a fleshed out version of like that character, which is kind of genius. I mean, I haven't gone back and looked at like the promos that yeah, this character was in. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah. Um, I know. I really, I just, I'm like, I just want these people to be, because honestly, Jason Sudeikis to me was like, oh, that guy, like, yeah. I have no affiliation with like anything. He, I'm like, I just kind of know yeah. him from things, but I wasn't like, oh, he's great. 
Yeah. Or I think the bad. only thing that I, that I would say that I really loved him from was, um, the SNL skit. What's up with that? Where he would do the running man all the time. I'm not remembering yeah. that. So that was the one where Keenan Thompson does the, he's like hosting a musical variety show and he has guests and he sings a song that goes, what's up with that? He like, he sings this theme song. Every time the guests are about to like say something, he's like, gets back into the, the theme song and starts singing it. And there's Lindsay, somebody playing Lindsay Buckingham is always like the second guest. And he never oh. gets to say anything. <laughs> oh my God. And it always, it's like, it's always the same thing, but it's always funny. And it always ends with Keenan Thompson saying, Oh, sorry, Lindsay. Thanks for coming. We'll, we'll let you get to say something next time. And he goes like, <laughs> so what is Jason doing so in Jason that? Jason was like the hype man sort of, and he okay. would wear a red tracksuit, and he would just be doing the running man dance in the background. <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. You have to look it up. It's, it's very funny. I think. And, and I know he's like, um, Oh, I guess horrible bosses did well. I'm not really sure, but I'm like, I guess, you know, he is famous in his own right for writing and performing and all of that. Right. Um, yeah. And on SNL, but I yeah. just, he's just I one of those like, background of guys to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have no, I had no attachment to him at all before this. Right. And I knew he was married to Olivia Wilde. Yeah. And I always thought that was like a funny pairing, but yeah. I'm like, whatever. Um, but like now you can't escape. I mean, well, Ted Lasso being like so popular and winning the yeah. awards, but like their divorce is like nuts because it's Harry Styles. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I tried really hard because I it's, just it's, want it's, yeah. it's, Ted Lasso to be Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know Juno Temple from anything, but I know her name. So I know her name too. And I know I've seen her in things, but I was not, I didn't remember her from anything. Mm-mm. So that's interesting. And Beard. I'm like, I know I know him from something. Yeah. And I know that he's like part of like Jason's team, I guess. Like they've done things in the past. Yeah. Where they're yeah. so good together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really don't know him from anything except that he looks familiar to me. That's all. Right. Um, uh, I guess Roy Kent, the actor, is one of the writers in the show as well. Oh, really? Yeah. He is awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, again, with the, like, here's your stereotypical. So we hadn't even really talked about the rivalry between Jamie and Roy. It's not about Keeley. It started before that. It's about him being an aging out kind of player and Jamie Tart being like the new phenom. Yeah. And Jamie talks about like how he had posters on his wall of that guy and now he met him and he's a dick to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and Roy talks about how when he started and he was the young phenom playing with the older veteran and that guy was a dick to him. Right. Right. And um, because <laughs> he's just angry all the time. Roy is just like grunting and saying fuck all the time. And I love it. Yeah. Again, you get like the, the peeling back. Right. Yeah. And um, that slow reveal of, because I think he goes to Ted at some point and is like, so you're not going to do anything about the fact that they're bullying Nate, right? Yeah. And and Ted's like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> and uh, and he's so mad. 
He sits in that bucket of ice. He had to do that for real. I did not look it up. I didn't look it up because no, I was no. like, I, you think he did? I mean, in the dark with the lights off. <laughs> but then they put the lights on and he's sitting in a bucket of ice. Like, he's I don't know what looks like a bucket of ice. I don't know how you get and around then, that. And Rojas comes in behind him and starts running on the track. <laughs> Football is life. <laughs> oh, I really hope he's back. Yeah. Has anybody <laughs> met this guy? Has anybody met this guy? And he comes bursting out of the out of the out of the dugout. What do you call it? Tunnel. Tunnel and uh, yeah. <laughs> circles. He's literally running in circles, and he's like, "Hello, coach. Hello, coach." <laughs> Let's talk about Nate's progression. Okay. So we first meet him, and I guess we know his character right from the get-go. Knows yeah. everything about the game, knows everything about the team, has a lot of insight, but doesn't have the confidence. He's the... Mm, There's a name pitch, for him. Pitch man? Pitch man. Pitch, I don't know. He's like a facilities guy. Not facilities, but he's like... like towel guy. Towel, Gatorade, water. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sets that everything kind of up. Yeah. Yeah. He's just kind of there, like helper dude. Yeah. Like every time Nate, uh, every time Ted or Beard, like, say his name, he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> they know my, you know, know my name. <laughs> now, they had set us up for this. I mean, obviously, we, by this time, like, we kind of get a little glimpse of, like, Ted's and Beard's, like, personalities, right? Yeah. And, like, inclusiveness. But yeah. because... We see the old coach walk into Rebecca's office and he's so like over the top and rude to her and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you're fired. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and that's hilarious. But like, so we know, so that kind of jives with like Nate's experience, right? Like yeah. they're not even going to pay attention to him. Yeah. But then Nate starts giving them little like, well, I'm not even sure. I think maybe Ted asks him, right? He doesn't volunteer anything. He no, asks him. He asks him and then Ted uses his, first he asks him about some plays. Ted yeah. uses his, takes his advice and uses the plays. Yeah. Then, then Nate gives, writes up some thoughts. Oh, Ted asks him for some thoughts, right? Ted asks him and he doesn't, he has to think about it or something, right? Mm-hmm. Then he goes to Ted with a list and Ted is really upset. I can't remember why Ted is upset, but he yells at him. He's like, not now, not now. Cause he goes. Oh, to his- that's when he, he just got his divorce papers. That's what he's having. Is. He's having a whole thing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even before that, let's just like, so right even before that, that's where the whole thing is like the team just like bullies Nate right. like the whole time. And he's right. just used to that. Um, and cause like, he's like the locker room guy, like picking up the laundry and the towel. Yeah. All of that. Um, right. but here and there again, <laughs> Ted and Beard are like asking for his opinion and he's always shocked. Yeah. But yes, you're right. Then Ted asks him to write up some thoughts and they have that fight. Oh, that was bad. You knew Ted was having an off day. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, it was the, the, he was drunk, the divorce papers. Yeah. Nate's a little like shook up from that. Yeah. But then what? Then yeah. that becomes the halftime or the pregame speech, right? Yeah, the pregame speech because he tells, so he says, 
uh, I love everything that you, I love everything. He apologizes and he says, I love everything you wrote, uh, but you're going to, I need you to deliver it. Mm-hmm. And then he does. And they're like, wow, like, wow. This is going to be, yeah. You're like, this is going to be inspirational. This yeah. is going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, Nate knows what's up. Very unnate like harsh stuff. It's basically a burn list. It's yeah. like basically a roast list. And he doesn't, he go, you know, he's super intimidated in the beginning, yeah. but he goes up and like, I didn't write any of them down, but he's like, that. you, you got to get your head out of your ass and blah, blah. And you, you got to like, yeah. Oh, he's the like, best part is he's reading most of it off a of paper. And then he gets to Roy and he's like, and Roy Kent. And Roy walks up to him and he's like, rips the list out of his hand. He's like, you say it to me. You don't read mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he thinks basically like, I think he says you're old and slow. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Um, but it's the inspiration they need. It's the inspiration they need. And then surprise. Right. Like it's the next episode or so. Pretty close. Yeah. And they promote him. Yes. So it's great how they, it's great how they set it up. Cause he walks in, it's the beginning of the episode. He walks in and there's some other, like the, the, uh, the, yes. the room's all set up and there's some other guy doing it. <gasps> and he's like, yes. he's like, I, he's like, what are you, who are you? Who are you? And then, and then Ted comes in and he's like, I don't know what's going on, but we'll figure it out. And somebody else comes in and they're like, we don't know what's going on. And then Rebecca walks in with like some co- like some papers. Mm-hmm. And then she says, she says, now I don't remember how they got to the got to the point where the big reveal is. She was like something like, we have news. We have news. And she's like, Nate, and she knows his name. He's like, You, how do you know my name? And he's like, <laughs> she's like, well, I had to know it because I had to put it on the contract for your promotion. <laughs> and then everybody comes in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. You know the ceremonial, the ceremonial whistle. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Is that okay? So now I'm mixing up two memories again. Right. Watch it some time ago. But so it's either the birthday party they have for Sam or this party where Higgins is just like dancing and like eating cake and you can see Ted Lasso just dying laughing, like dying laughing in his face. It's so funny. And I can't remember which one it was, but I was like, this guy's the best. I think that's the birthday. Is it? Yeah. I think that's a birthday, but I'm not a hundred percent. But that is, oh my God, that is such a funny moment. Mm-hmm. Like Chase Sudeikis is obviously laughing. For yes. Me, laughing. For real. Yeah. Like he cannot get enough of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like either way, both of those things are great. Like yeah. both of those celebrations, because you can tell they had not been doing that. Like there was in the birthday party they did for Sam was because he was missing his home. Yeah. You know, so they're like, yeah, we're going to make him feel special, yeah. even though they had just like lost a bunch of games or whatever. And then the press yeah. gets wind of it because everybody did it on their phones. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I just hope season two is, is as tight and follows their character v- development. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. They, I think they must have something planned out because they've actually renewed it for two, two more seasons. But oh, that's and they say that's it. it. Yeah. They said that's going to be it. Uh, which of course I would want it to go on forever, but I also feel like if they have a plan for three seasons, then, uh, you know, I, I'm, I feel like they, they know what they're doing. It could be tight. Could be tight. It could be, there could, the arc could just be like what it is. Yeah. Um, because we know of another TV show that was limited to three that pretty much did what they wanted to do. Yeah. Maybe a little show we've talked about. <laughs> you show a little, you know, a little, a little show, very much like Ted Lasso. Yeah, maybe the writers of Ted Lasso like were like the leftovers. I like what they did there. <laughs> they came off of Lost that was way too long. Yep, three a lot of filler tight seasons. Three tight seasons. Yeah, because they're kind of in the same position, right? Like they weren't sure they were going to get a second season. Right. Yeah. I mean, if this was it, this could be great too. If this was it. I would be, I would be totally happy with it because it really. I mean, it's a full, it's a full story. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously, I think we're both so happy it's coming back. But mm-hmm. uh, it, if it didn't come back, it would be perfect as it as it is. I need it to be as like not happy. That's not the right word. As satisfying as season like I need it to be the same <laughs> yeah. because any little veer off is gonna throw me because just oh I was so happy watching it the whole time smile yeah. the whole time yeah just loving everything about it fills you with joy yes um so let's talk about like some quirky things okay. another kind of thread but it's I don't know if it actually follows the whole way through but early on <laughs> Ted's like Jamie, that guy was as open as the peanut butter jar on my counter. And they're all like, whoa, that's a weird metaphor. (laughs) Fast forward to when Jesus, um, um, is it Troy? Why am I blanking on his name? Troy. Roy. Jesus. Yeah. When Roy comes by. If anything comes out of this podcast, it'd be how bad I am with names. Um, But Roy, like, basically saves his life because he's still not looking left and right. He's only looking one way. And he's had had a few pints. He has had a few pints. Um, But anyway, so Roy goes to um, his apartment (laughs) and he sticks his finger in the peanut butter jar that's open on his counter. (laughs) And and, and he hands it to, he's like, you want some? (laughs) Like, right in his face. And Roy's like, I'm good. And he's like, peanut allergy? (laughs) He's like a finger allergy. <laughs> and I had the same thought. I'm like, I would not accept your peanut butter, Mr. Ted Lasso. No, thank you. No, thank you. And what's great about that is because Ted Lasso is not buttoned up. So he's like, uh, what do you want to drink? He's like, I've got like this two-day-old pasta water on the stove. And then they talk about tea again. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this tea. <laughs> He says, uh, says, T and I have a, uh, wait, I have to find it. T and I, uh, I'm not going to be able to find it, but basically he's like, T and I are on a, on an extended, um, like we will never, we will never come together. (laughs) Where is that? Shoot. I had these, I had these, these funny quotes. 
There's so many. Yeah, they're on a lifelong hiatus. <laughs> when he first has the tea in Rebecca's office, and he's like, I just always thought he sips it. He doesn't like gag or spit it out or anything. And he's still smiling. Yeah. He's like, you know, I just kind of thought it was going to be like brown water. Yeah. And it is. <laughs> and she's sort of like, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> then there is another scene. And I don't even, I don't know if it's the scene with Roy where he makes him the tea and then he sips it and he does like, he, he goes like, like dribbles it out of his mouth back into the cup. I think it He's is. Like, I think he like still, nope, still. Nope. nope. <laughs> um, here's the big thing we haven't talked about. Okay. So there's two scenes where Ted Lasso hits his head. One is when um, the wife is dropping off Higgins and they're having like a little chat and Ted is like reading his phone and Higgins is like, hi, Ted. And he's like, hey. And then he turns and he walks in and he like totally like hits his head. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he's hitting his head a lot. But yeah. the second time, now I can't remember what leads up to it. But what I do know is that he goes running out of Rebecca's office and he Oh, mm, damn it. I just watched it today, but he goes running out of Rebecca's office and he's like, woohoo. He does like a, um, like a air sidekick, like clicking his feet together yeah. in the door frame. He, he kick, he hits his head in the door frame. Oh, and, and you see a reaction shot of Rebecca. She goes, Oh my God. Like it's so real. And yeah. then he, he falls down and he gets up and he's like, I'm okay. That's real. <gasps> unscripted totally cracked his head open whoa he said the fact that he got up and like was like i'm okay <laughs> he basically was like pouring blood out of his head you can't oh see God. it God, wow yeah. i know because i was like i go is that real <laughs> when you watch it you're like oh he really hit his head the <laughs> other one you're like oh you could see how he might fake it but this one is straight up in the door frame yeah so I had to Google that. I mean, that one I had to Google. Yeah. And I guess it was on the Drew Barrymore show that he revealed. Oh. Um, maybe in other places, but that's where I saw it. Okay. Um, that he, he was unscripted, Please. improvised. And I he love not, that. Yeah. He, and it was so funny and her reaction was so good. And he said, yeah. so they're like, we're going to use it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I know. Um, there's so many quirky little things. I'm thinking back. And I actually, I did write it down, but that, that scene where Jamie Tart comes over to Keeley's house, but Roy's there yeah. and they're just kind of like sitting at the table. Roy's wearing socks with eggs on them. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, and I remember seeing that going, okay, is this the show kind of like showing the influence of Keely on him? Oh. You know what I mean? Because- He's not going to wear egg socks. He's not going to wear fun socks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, he always wears black clothes. He's, he's basically in his boxers and those socks. Yeah. In that, <laughs> in that whole thing. And, and the other part, it's just so funny. So, he, you know, Keely's like, well, just talk. You know, Roy's not going to say anything. And Jamie's like, well, I think, oh, no, before that. He's, she says, Roy's not going to say anything. And he does this like, I'm going to like zip my lip, throw the key. And he zips his lip, throws the key at Jamie. Jamie ducks and he's like, missed. 
hate each other. It's so funny. <laughs> I love the scene where Roy goes to apologize to Keely and she's working in the press room. And he mm. says, and so, so she's like, all right, wait, if you're going to do this. And so she runs out and she makes some switch places. So she goes out and sits where the press would sit. And she says, yeah. uh, uh, what's her name? Keely, Keely, Keely so-and-so from the independent woman. And then she, then she switches places. She's like, Keely so-and-so from the independent woman online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I love about Keely and Rebecca is just how forward Keely is with her. Yeah. Like, like, you know, I would kiss her on the mouth if I could reach your lips. Like, <laughs> like she always wants to like make out with her. And she's yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, like your boobs are great. And like, just, and you know that she's like, I've never met anybody like this, but right. it's like what brings them together. Yeah. Um. So, I know season two, I don't want romance between Rebecca and Ted. Mm. I do love Keely and Roy. So yeah. I hope that continues. Yeah. But did, when it ended, was Roy not playing at all? Was he retiring? It was strongly implied that he would be done. So because I wonder if he injured him because he injured himself. Oh, right. And he was old. So mm-hmm. it might be the time. Yeah, to, that was strongly implied. Rise. Right. And so I am hoping like he gets a job with the team, yeah, whether right? it's a manager or something like that. Ooh. Um Yeah, to somehow keep him around, keep him in the mix. Yeah. And I don't I know. There's a lot of comic possibilities for him, you know, trying to navigate this new job where he's not Roy Kent. He's just Roy average. Right, right, right. And probably has to be a little more diplomatic than that. Yeah. Fuck this, fuck that, that he's he's doing <laughs> right. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but- Because they resolve so many things that it's hard to know like what they will, you know, what they'll do in season two. I mean, obviously they've got to work to, to get the team back out of relegation. Right, which but, I know very little about, but I know that that's a big, like, dramatic arc. I don't really understand it. I don't still really don't even understand it now. And I, I know, know it's bad. <laughs> someone explained it to me. Um, and I still am like, okay. Um, so I know that's going to be important. Yeah. Um, Has Emma not watched the show? No. <gasps> I know. Like of all people, she should be watching the show. I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna really try harder than I did with Le- Leftovers on this one because <laughs> I really actually want to rewatch it. And since yeah. season two is coming out, I mean, in just a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Um, we'll have to do a special episode about season two. Same day as the Olympics starting. <gasps> and I know the Olympics have been problematic. Yeah. I can't help it. I freaking <laughs> love the Olympics. And I, you know, it's going to be weird. Yes, there's no spectators. And yes, I have problems with the Olympic board or whatever you call them. I will see. Yeah. Something like that. And yeah, um, I, though, I'm sorry. I have to watch gymnastics. I have to watch the track and field. I have to watch the swimming. I have to watch the volleyball. 
<laughs> yeah, I know I'm going to be watching it. I just am. I know. Sorry. Because it's like, well, so you don't support these decisions that are being made, which is true. I don't. Yeah. I do not. Um, but on the other hand, I'm like, I want to support these Olympians. They've worked so hard. Right. And they want to compete. They want to compete. Yeah. Um, so conflicted, but I just, I know I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I don't know how else to voice an opinion other than voicing an opinion that a lot of these decisions have been bullshit. Yeah. Um, like catch up with the times. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I still don't understand the swim cap bullshit. I'm like, oh, just let them yeah. do it. The swim cap thing. And then the, um, Shikari, what's her name with the, with the, uh, the pot bust. I mean, come on. Like every meme has said, like, if you can still win the way she does and smoke pot, then like you should get every medal. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's not a performance enhancing drug. God, no. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. like it's a sleepy, go to sleep. It's a sleepy, go to sleep. <laughs> it's like melatonin. Let's just right. put it out there. It's just like right. melatonin. Right. I mean, it's um, sit and dip. <laughs> what? What? Sit and dip kind of drug. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I read this funny meme and we're going to talk about this a lot, probably because once we're into the Olympics, we'll probably be talking about it. But there's a meme that was like, please, please, please before every event, have just an average person try to do these things so we can really see right. how incredible these people are. Um, Actually, which I thought was the most fantastic thing. It is. I mean, just for somebody to do like a sports journalist to do a story on it, that would be an amazing piece. Honestly, because you know how many people are on the couch going like, beach volleyball, I could do that. I mean, yeah. not me. I'm like, no, yeah. no. Um, but... Wouldn't that be funny? Just like before the Olympics. Uh, I could go on and on. Yeah. Um, so Ted Lasso, two thumbs up. Two thumbs, two thumbs way up. I know it lived up to the hype. My list of shows. It lived up to the hype. How crazy is that? How rare? And like, when does that happen? Very rarely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to even think. I was super surprised because the, and now I can't remember who else was in like his category or the best because he won and then the show won. Right. Yeah. Cause he gave a lot of speeches that he's not prepared for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that also uh, Emmy nominations are coming up Mm. like Mm -hmm. maybe next week. And they're predicting lots of Emmy nominations for this show. This show. Not just for him, for the, all the actors. Yes, good. They deserve it. Yeah. So, so well done. Yeah. And for a sitcom, for like a little sit, I'm saying sitcom, but for a little like comedy yeah. to have the kind of acting caliber that they've had. Yeah. And, um, but also Emmys, I think Fort Mayor of Easttown. <gasps> yes. And maybe I'm hearing some things about Hacks. So I need to start watching that immediately. Yeah, Hacks Hacks there's predictions for Hacks. Uh, what else have we watched? Um, Mare. Um, Mare's another one actually lived up to the hype for me. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. thought I might be disappointed. Yeah. Um, but it's that. 
partly because the resolution was so good. Partly because Gene Smart was so good. Oh, Gene Smart. Yeah, Gene Smart. And of course, Kate Winslet, but... Of course. But the beloved Gene Smart. Beloved. Really made it. Did you ever watch The Watchmen? I did, yes. Oh, yeah. So she was great in that too. I feel like that's the thing. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was something before that. But I feel like that's the thing that sort of like started this whole trajectory into her getting these roles. Yeah, because she was like... I mean, she was doing well and then kind of was kind of fell off the map. And I don't remember if, uh, did you watch Fargo? She no. was in a season of Fargo, which was really, she was really great. Yeah. But I can't remember if that was like, I heard an interview with her recently on Fresh Air and she said that oh. after doing Fargo, she had trouble getting, her 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 phone went dead for a while because she she like, she's pretty glamorous in real life. And on that mm-hmm. show, she was like a grandmother and looked like a grandmother. And then people were like, all right, I guess you're only a grandmother now. And so her phone oh. stopped ringing until, and I think it was, I think it was Watchmen that kind of, uh, you know, brought her back, gave her like a good new, you know, mm-hmm. a good new role. So Because that she is both glamorous and badass. Right. And yeah. And she got cast at the last minute because somebody else was going to do the part and they dropped out. Oh. And so she, they called her up and said, Hey, we're shooting this. We're shooting this right away. Will you do it? Huh? Yeah, I can't remember who it was. That's it was, interesting. That was something she talked about in the, in the interview too. Um, so yeah. There was another show I wanted to ask you if you've watched that we've talked about in the past and we haven't reconnected on. Mm, I don't think this is it, but I'm going to ask about it. Master of None, have you watched? I ha- I have not the new season. I've watched Oh, watched the first two seasons, but not the new That's one. That's what I meant, the new season. Yeah. I, know, I, I binged that almost like in a day. Yeah. Um, and it's so different. Yeah. I think um, that's why I've been putting it off because I know it's different. I'm trying to prepare myself. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll tell you, and I think I went on and on about this before, but it's like, it's, it's, it drops you into a different world with Denise and you, again, kind of like slowly reveal like how they got there. Yeah. Um, it's not the, um, the previous two seasons were a little lighter maybe, yeah. um, but it's still like, just not like anything you see on TV. And because he's, um, Aziz is like the director yeah. The choices he makes to like linger on like for the camera to linger on in certain scenes where no dialogue, nothing's happening. Yeah. It's um just an artistic choice that you don't see anywhere else. I haven't seen it anywhere else. Yeah. And um very interesting. Yeah. So and the acting is pretty good. I mean, Denise, I have to say she's not my favorite, but mm-hmm. um it's okay. Like in the other people around are pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Maybe that'll be my next. Uh, There's so you know, much to watch. Happens. There's so much. I know so much, so much good stuff. So, much mm-hmm. good stuff. so and then there's all the murder shows. All the murder shows <laughs> and the murder podcast. Uh, yeah. So next on tap is. Mm-hmm. Hacks. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We're going to do a bonus episode and we're talking about the whole season. Yep. Yep. And, and then. 
due to popular demand, popular vote, <laughs> yes. we will start watching Ozarks and talk about that episode by episode. Yeah. Because that's like an episode by episode type of show. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm excited. I, I love Jason Bateman. I love mm-hmm. Laura Linney. Mm-hmm. Well, we've known that for a long time. Right. From way back. <laughs> way, way back. Yep. Remember those shows, The Tales of the City? Oh, yeah, those are so great. Yeah. Oh, man. Those I mean, are great. Now in like 20 years. I know. I wonder. I mean, was it longer yeah. than that? Whoa. It was such a big deal back then. It was such a big deal. And that was our first. Mm-hmm. I know. I wonder how those hold up. I wonder if you can find them. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. So we have lots of good plans for yeah. season two of our podcast. Season two. We're two. Season two. Our little baby is two. <laughs> our little baby is like, oh, I'm walking. <laughs> I'm almost a toddler. <laughs> I have teeth. <laughs> Yes, that'll be our motto. Season two. Yeah. We have teeth. <laughs> um, I don't think we've left anything out of Ted Lasso. This has been fun. I think, yeah, I think we did. I think we did it. Awesome. Yay! All right. Yay! All right, everyone. You have been listening to TV is awesome uh, with your hosts, uh, Lisa Tremblay and Ken Cornwell. Uh, we have amazing editing and producing by um, Cole T. And we have a lovely theme song, The Best in All Podcasting by Bond. Uh, so visit our Facebook page, visit our website, tvsawesome.com. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, you know what? If you're not already subscribed to us, please go to iTunes or a lot of the other podcasting uh podcasting apps and subscribe download rate us uh five stars five stars five stars and uh you know help support the show so this has been tv's awesome hey lisa yeah see you later